Okay, with the filmmaking team of the animation film, 3D animation film going, uh, winning winning short film that's playing on the festival circuits, it seems to be winning a lot of awards these days. Carson G. Smith is the director and uh, co-writer, and then we got Joshua Ocker, who is the editor. You're also a composer as well, right? Yes, sir. So curious question. I know this film, these films take a long time to make. This is eight minutes. It's like I heard it take, took about four years to make. So two minutes uh, per year, which is very, uh, for independent uh, animation film is, uh, you, you know, you're not just working out a full time. I totally understand. But where did you guys, I'm just curious, where did you guys first meet? Uh, yeah, so I would say um, we met before we had the idea uh, for this film, but it was kind of close around the time when we first met. Um, so Josh and I, I found out about Josh through another friend who also worked on this film, and they happened to be working together at a place called Thorn Media in uh, Langhorne, PA. Um, so my friend Nate, uh, he, he was the, actually the visual effects guy on this short film. He brought Josh over to hang out one time because he was like, hey, Josh is a cool guy. We should, <laughs> we should hang out. I was like, okay, okay. And yeah, the rest is history. Uh, we made a film together. So I, I would say we're pretty good friends at this point. <laughs> yeah. I forced my way in as a roommate as well. <laughs> oh, you guys are in the, you guys are in the same uh, same place. You guys are roommates. Yeah, as, as yep. of right now, yes, yes, and that that helped so much actually in the development. You of chose film. different rooms to do the Zoom uh, yeah. Uh, talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to be crowded in one room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. If you're roommates, I guess it's it's an easier collaboration because you guys can talk about it all the time. I guess right. So much easier. Like and that is actually one of the reasons why. I came up with the idea. I kind of pitched it to my friend Nate and Josh. And I told him, I was like, guys, we all have the unique skills to create something like this. This is back in, I want to say like 2017 is when I kind of pitched this. And I had done it before in the past, like in 2015, but no one really wanted to do it with a different group. Um, but it was still there. Like I still had the passion to try, at least try, you know, I didn't know if it was going to end um, in success, but I just knew we all had the skills and we were all living under the same roof. Like why not give it a try, you know? And I guess during COVID, I guess it helped out too, because you guys were together. Yeah. I would say that was like one of those rare instances during a pandemic where it actually helped. <laughs> There Listen, was I've uh, I've interviewed hundreds of people. The pandemic has been very good to artists. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a few hiccups because, uh, to keep it short. I ended up moving around a lot during that time. <laughs> I had some career opportunities gotcha. that I decided to pursue. So we weren't roommates the entire time. Mm -hmm. and during that time, it definitely slowed down progress. Uh, I'll take full responsibility for that. <laughs> but Carson, I want to go back. I just want to go back to your what you were alluding to before because you said in yeah. your blog interview that that this is almost like a, a second attempt at a film. Like you said, you you tried mm -hmm. one with a group of people, it didn't it didn't succeed. You said failed, but I'll say it didn't succeed. But I'm sure you learned a lot in the process. And there was yeah. something that was eating at you that you wanted to do it again. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. So that I'm alluding to my. Uh, when graduating from the Art Institute of Philadelphia in 2014, I was a part of what, what was called like production team, uh, which was basically a class um, that would last 11 months. 
um, we had a pre-production, which was 11 months, and then production, which was 11 months. And in that time frame, we were tasked to make some sort of story-oriented like content, um, tell a story in a probably a short film would have been the best way, and that's what we did. Um, I did learn a ton, um, but the the end result of that was, in my opinion, a failure. I got a decent grade, but as we all know, like we all grade ourselves personally on a different standard. Um, and I, I was very unhappy with the final product and that, you know, I, I learned a lot, no doubt. Um, but I knew like, I gotta give another crack at this. Like I can't let it end there because after graduating, I did end up getting a job. I work at Lockheed Martin right now, but at Lockheed, um, I do have the opportunity to do 3d animation there but it's never story-based. Um, I'm not telling a story in any sense. Like it's, it's not as compelling as I would like. I, I'm passionate about storytelling. So I really just, I needed to give it another go. Um, and I'm so glad I did, even though it took like four and a half years. Okay, so let's let's talk about uh, the origin story. So, where did this this idea come come from? It's like a yeah, it, it, it's so funny because it's interesting because it starts in in reality, in so much yeah. reality where it's like it's three D animation, but this guy's talking watching television. I'm not going to yeah. get too much away, but all of a sudden it turns into a fanatical kind of sci fi fantasy film. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and I would just like to say up front, I feel like this film really at its core is like, I poured so much of myself into this film. It's a fictional story. I want to say that up front too. None of the events happening in the story are like true right out of life. But I, I will talk about the inspiration from the film, which was based off a true event. Um, so it all started when I was actually walking back from an evening class back to my apartment and Basically, on social media, I saw that there was going to be a rocket launch from somewhere in Virginia. And my geography skills, was I was good enough with that to realize that, okay, I'm on a 16th floor apartment in Philadelphia that faces south. I have a great view of the horizon. I bet I could see this rocket in the distance. If I, you know, if it was the right time, it happened to be at 1130 at night. So that was great. It wasn't cloudy. Um, and I basically stayed up waiting to see if I could see this rocket in the distance. And lo and behold, I did. I had to wait like maybe five minutes for it to get high enough till I could see it because of the curvature of the earth. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a very cool, surreal experience where I felt like I, it was just me. The only person like there, like, I don't think there were many other people watching that rocket from philadelphia at least um and it it was just so cool i watched it for like 10 minutes until i couldn't see it anymore i was kind of like craning my head out the window um so that moment stuck with me and as a storyteller these are the kind of things that can just spark an idea right and that stayed with me and was the inspiration for and the start of building the story a fictional story around this rocket and you can see in the film when you and when people watch it um you can see what i was talking about like i have moments when you know, he's looking out the window you can see like a rocket in the distance so yeah um yeah yeah uh i'm so glad i was able to adapt it 
let's just say, yeah. Okay, so and you, the three of you uh, and your friend, they, you guys all co-wrote the, the script together? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say, so um, I'll let Josh talk a little bit. I don't want to talk too much, but um, Josh and I spent most of the time just brainstorming and writing most of it. And Nate was there as an assist who helped contribute a decent amount of ideas as well. Um, what do you think, Josh? Yeah, um, I'd say like, we spent like six months, I think, just writing it and just making sure the idea made sense. And we spent a lot of time crafting the emotional pool that we wanted to bring um, that like kind of got out of control at one point. We were like, this is going to be like a 12 minute film. So we had <laughs> to hone it back. But yeah. at the time, um, my dad got sick and that was definitely subconsciously playing in my head. And I was it was a long-term sickness. So I felt like I was grieving a lot that whole time. And I think that crept its way into a lot of projects that I worked on. I would pour that into it a little bit. And then during the making of the film, he passed. So this film meant a lot to me. Oh, wow, a, okay. Yeah. We had a couple of people pass as we were making it as well. So it, yeah. and it's just a way for us to all memory like build a memory for them that we can all mm -hmm. and then there's also a pandemic and and in the united states our president tried to overthrow an election as well so a lot a lot was going on in uh during this time when you're making the film. <laughs> yeah tumultuous it was, it was a hard <laughs> time that's for sure so so okay so tell me about the next steps so you got the script and then you guys so 3d animation what's the next process you got you got some modeling you got some storyboard artists what's the how does the process work okay so this is something that you this know i haven't i haven't <laughs> yeah. so this is a very small team i want to stress that so we are all filling multiple roles like when i say i'm the director that's just the thing that stands out the most but I, if, if you look at the credits, there's a list of things that I did and it was basically, um, it all started from one piece of concept art um, in November, 2017. That was the catalyst to where like, okay, something's actually started. That's the heart, honestly, that is one of the hardest things as like an artist is just getting started sometimes. And once that concept art piece came out for me, I was like, okay, here we go. And then it just started flowing. I did some more conceptual pieces. And then I flowed right into storyboarding while we were like storyboarding out panels, figuring as we were writing at the same time. Um, and then that, I would say the storyboards took about three months until we locked in exactly what we wanted to show. Then we put it together as an automatic, like uh, June, 2018, I would say. And then right after we locked all that stuff in, summer 2018 is when we fully started going into 3D modeling and stuff. And every single thing you see in the film, visually, um, all the 3D environments, the background paintings, that was all created by me. Um, and it literally, you know, that, that was probably some of the most work I've ever done in my whole life. And the way I handled that was take it at small steps. So it's not like I was just putting tons of hours in every single day. It was more like I was working on it every day, 
but maybe it was only like 30 minutes because I have a full-time job too. Like I can't, I need to decompress. <laughs> so I, yeah. I felt like I kept a good balance for my mental health, at least where even if it was just 30 minutes, at least something was getting done most days. Yeah. Um, and then my, my company Lockheed, they, they do this awesome thing where I can work on a 410 schedule. So Monday through Thursday, I get 40 hours in, do 10 hour days. I have every Friday off and I can't stress enough. You can't wonder why how, other companies don't do that. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. So jealous. Whenever yeah. I tell, yeah, whenever I tell people that they're like, wow, I wish my company would do that. And again, like I'm still getting the 40 hours in and just from a that Friday. Yeah, just yeah, from a traffic ahead. standpoint, just that seems to be a no-brainer, right? Like ease the yeah, traffic yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it, so that that just freed up my schedule so much. So all of a sudden I have three days where I if I want to do more than just 30 minutes, like maybe three hours or four hours or five hours, gotcha. which I definitely did, then it was I could get things done. Like things really started to make progress. Um, so yeah. Um, it's, all, it's all about momentum too, right? Like you could do yeah, yeah. like a half hour here, half hour there. It's hard to get the momentum going, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, I would say I am the type of person though, that once I first started that concept piece in November, 2017, I did not ease off the brake. I didn't ease off the gas. Sorry. Um, I didn't hit the brakes. Like there wasn't a moment where we took like a month off or something something was always getting done, even just the smallest thing, just the smallest thing. Like I just modeled this, like a, a, a leg on a table. And that's all I did that day. As long as something was getting done, I thought that was important to do. Um, and I'd never burned out either. And I think that's because I was just taking it at small bits at a time. Uh, yeah. So blue is uh, is the, is your color uh, template theme, like uh, I guess in the film. Yeah. Like, it always it's always presence. Was that always in your mind, like in your visual mind, when you're creating kind of come up with the concept? So I I think it lends itself to blue because there's a there's a decent amount of like night scenes, and um, there's a lot of sky as well. And I I can just say say up front is blue is probably my favorite color, no doubt. Um, and I love the sky and clouds. So that was something that I really wanted to try and flex in this film is like, I love these things. I'm putting them in this film. Um, and there's just some film, there's some move animated movies that also inspired me too. And they're, they have some beautiful like sky shots as well. And I would say there's a film called Your Name. It's an anime film uh, directed by Makoto Shinkai. Yeah. And that that greatly inspired me um, a lot. I was like, we got to do something up in the sky. Like I knew I knew it that had to be done. And blue happens to be a pretty common color up there. So did, what about the telescope? Did you guys get a tell have his telescope when you were kids? Oh, I absolutely did. Um, I don't know about Josh. What about you? I uh, can't say too much. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a small world that I have a four-year-old and his birthday was yesterday and he uh, got a, and one of the presents he got was a telescope oh yeah I, I honestly <laughs> feel like that is such a good present and as a child I thought it was one of the coolest things ever like my dad took me and my two younger brothers out one like a couple nights and he had this old telescope 
um, probably, I don't know how old it was, but it was kind of old, but just getting a, um, a little window into something beyond our planet. Yeah. Um, it's very fascinating, especially for like a child that can't even really comprehend how big things are, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's really a cool device. So tell me about the design of the, of the Lee character. Like you said, it's not you, but I guess uh, <laughs> that's so with the blonde so, hair is kind yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I showed you a picture of myself at 21, you would see the, the resemblance big time for sure. Like I, I, my hair was way out, um, big kind of poofy hair. Uh, it's, I subconsciously designed that character to be me. I didn't set out to do that, but, um, it basically is me, I would say. <laughs> so, so Josh, you were kind of like with him the whole way. Like, I know you had said you're off on and off and stuff like that, but like, what were you doing while he's conceptualizing kind of the ideas? So I'm being fed storyboard left and right and being fed pieces of the animatic. So I'm editing this whole time as Carson is feeding me storyboards Nate helped design like the more 3D animatic. So as that was turning, I'm replacing statics with like a little bit more blocked out animations on the edit. I'm like assisting with some modeling. Um, so I'm doing like really behind the scenes stuff. I helped model some of the city and the rooftop area. And then we knew we had some motion graphics work that was like like the on the TV that was gonna happen after we like established the storyboard. Mm -hmm. But once the animatic was complete, I was pretty much free to do whatever. So I did help with some modeling and can I uh, can I interject real quick? Yeah. I want to stress that Josh, um, I went to school for 3D animation and 3D modeling. Josh had no background in that at all, but he showed an interest in wanting to learn how to do it. So Josh actually learned how like to 3D model and 3D, he hasn't done too much animation, but he learned the 3D space within these projects confines. And I thought that was like really cool. Yeah, that was, uh, I learned many things on this film. I learned about five pieces of software while doing this. <laughs> Um, I switched 3D programs three times, I think, <laughs> from 3DS Max for modeling to Maya. And then I was like, I, this is too much for me. And then I jumped to Cinema 4D and I've been in that space. Yeah, you found your home in Cinema 4D. Yeah, that is my home. Um, and then at a certain point, there was just not much I could do. And it didn't make sense for all of us to be working on the same stuff. Yeah. And when the yeah. music, I started working on the music um, about two years into the project, I'd say pretty hard. So tell me, tell me about the sound design and the music, because that's such an important aspect of your film. Most animations too, where like some can argue it's like half half of your film. So tell us about like kind of conceptualizing your sound design and music and, and music. Yeah. So. I had already had these licks on the acoustic guitar and I just really liked them and I've been like waiting for a chance to use them. And I do want to stress that I am not 
the best musician out there for sure. So when I said I'd do the music, it gave me some anxiety for sure. Um, but I wanted to do it. And the acoustic guitar really, I just feel like it fits well. It's a very homey story. The acoustic guitar lends itself to be a home. Yeah. I'm sound. My dad played acoustic guitar as well as bass. So I feel like it was an homage to him. It's it also it's also key to the thematic of the character too, like this individuality, like the yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Like, yeah, it's just like a I don't know, it's just a classic instrument. And I just feel like it really fit. And I based everything around what the acoustic guitar was doing. So from there, I was like, I want to attempt to do some classic orchestra sounds as well. I've never composed anything with like a full-blown orchestra in a sense. And of course we didn't have a real orchestra. So I'm using uh, synths and stuff like that. Yeah. But to work with those sounds, um, I just wanted that classic warm feel. And of course we were inspired by Your Name which also has a similar vibe. Um, yeah, we were just trying to emulate like some of the stuff that really that we love a lot. Gotcha. So when did it, when did you guys start working on that? When the picture was locked? Like were you working on it while the while the film was was being put together? So yeah, we locked, well, I shouldn't say locked. We had a very good edit with just statics and storyboard and as like we were editing that and feeling that out we were like okay i can at least get started in making some of the music and the way i did that was i would write as best as i could to a metronome so that i could like piece together stuff and be able to cut anywhere in there if we ended up cutting the visuals in any way um, so I could always find a place to start bringing in the new sounds and stuff like that. But yeah, they were going simultaneously, which has its pros and cons, obviously. When picture's locked, it's great to know that, oh, I can like try to make the music hit hard right here. Yeah. It never worked out. <laughs> it was like we would always move move stuff around and I'm like oh, dude I gotta like trim music now and it's like oh, I gotta go back and re-record something but yeah it was working simultaneously this is a very positive story like it's got like a good message to it and it's kind of refreshing these days uh uh in terms of the world and you know not to be a downer but it's like it's kind of like a refreshing story to watch like it's a nice nicely put together animation the film's doing well on the festival circuit correct yeah, um, I, I would say um, through we basically we finished at the end of March, and then um, I again I've never done anything like this, so I I found out about Film Freeway, and that has been such a great resource for finding film festivals and just applying too because I quickly realized like after filling out all the information for the credits and stuff, that took me like two hours to fill out everyone's information. I can't imagine what that was like before Film Freeway existed, where you had to apply to every individual festival on yeah. their own website and stuff. I can't imagine what that was like. Um, 
we ended up submitting to about 41 film film festivals. So the Film Freeway had been such a great resource. And if anybody that's listening hasn't heard of them, definitely check it out. It was great. Um, and yeah, I, I would say um, I would say overall, we we tried for some of the big festivals. Um, not a lot of success there, but a great thing has been like monthly festivals or bi-monthly festivals. They, I think those purely exist just to try to give exposure to short films. And I think as everyone might realize or not realize, there's not a lot of money to be made in short film making. Um, I think it's a lot more towards um, the, the feature length films. Sure. Um, so these uh, these smaller festivals are really good for up and coming um, storytellers and artists. Um, I'm so thankful they exist. And we, we have had some success. Um, I was so honored to be recognized by um, the Red Rose uh, Film Festival from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's my hometown. Um, and we got what was called the Red Rose Award there, which is basically like the homegrown award. Um, and that was, that was so cool to be recognized in that way by my hometown. Um, and our next, we're going to be going to Montreal. There's uh, one up there called Animes. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be going up there. We were selected in there. Um, so I couldn't get any details out of them if we're going to be shown because they're doing a hybrid thing where there's an in-person event and then they're trying to do, um, a metaverse type thing too. Yeah. So I know we're going to play on the metaverse um, thing. I'm not sure how that's working exactly, but we decided like, okay, this is the, so the Red Rose film was the first one we went into person, um, in person. And that was great. We're going to travel to Montreal. Um, we're, we're located in Bristol PA. So that's about a seven hour drive. We're going to go hit the road and uh yeah should that's be a fun great up town. there in montreal yeah you've been there before i have never been there before oh, it's, a, um, it's, a, it's an amazing city it's very european in its style it's like a lot of it's a really cool city good people and so yeah. in our festival particular festival we sent the audience to you the audience feedback what was your guys yeah. reaction to the audience feedback video that we sent you oh it was um it was great i i specifically chose this film festival because I was looking for uh, like some opinions, like from other people from, I don't know their background or whatever, right? Like I have a bunch of friends and family I can show our film to or coworkers, but you, you never know if they're just like padding their response a little bit, you know, just to say like, oh yeah, that was good. Cause they're your friend. They don't yeah. want to like hurt your feelings or whatever. So I went to this because I submitted because I wanted something more. And I, I loved getting that video feedback. Uh, I had a smile on my face the whole time as as I was watching it. Um, and I was I was like so blown away. Some of the people that gave feedback, um, a few of them really like understood what our film, like the message and stuff behind it, like they broke it down actively. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, when we finished the film, there were a few parts of the film where I was wondering like, Oh man, I, I hope this translates correctly. Like people get it. Um, yeah. That's always a worry, you know? So I was very happy, like getting that feedback video. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I we watched it together and the whole time I'm just like bracing myself for the worst. And I'm like, 
because we like we said earlier we haven't been doing the well in these bigger film festivals like man what are we doing wrong but to hear the opposite of what I was expecting was like wow that's really it's really good to hear um yeah I was I was really happy to hear that people got it yeah it's a fantastic film so are you you guys going to make another film what's the next step for you guys (laughs) so (laughs) we, we definitely have ideas for sure um I think the the thing we can say for sure is if we were to make another film, it's going to be, I think, even shorter. Ours is like eight minutes long right now. Um, And I think we would try and make it a shorter story, um, more concise, just because like if we have a similar size team, it just takes so long to do these things. And a shorter amount of time means a shorter amount of work. Um, So maybe we can makes a story or something like that that can still be impactful um maybe and emo- like emotionally resonate with people but just be a little shorter so it's easier <laughs> but um we i, I don't want to say too much uh we do have an idea for like a uh like a an homage to a nintendo character we want to do like a fan made like teaser trailer uh for a character called captain falcon so that that's like a fun idea we kind of had because um, yeah. Nintendo hasn't made a game in his franchise in a while, and we want to nudge Nintendo to maybe yeah. make a game. So the fanboys would love that. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. the goal. Yeah. Give them a the goal. Yeah, so the, the racing game, right? Yeah, it, that's exactly right. F Zero. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for your conversation. It's a really great film. I hope you guys make another film. I love the process that it took and you guys collaborating. Even the way you did the credits where you like, it was like kind of like a triangle of like people, three people. And you kind of said, this is what I do. This is what I did as Carson. Mm-hmm. This is what I did as Joshua. And then basically your friend. And then you guys also did the tribute to the people that who've passed during your journey as well. So Congratulations. It's like nicely, really nicely put together film. And uh, I wish you guys the best with it. Yeah, thank thanks so much. Thank you. Means a lot. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hasenbemp Incorporated.